0: The Trev and ben Show Broadcasting to the London Borough of Croydon This is Croydon Radio Did
1: I build this ship too red?
0: The machine, direct. And now, Trevor Smith and Ben Hamer. They don't deserve mouths. The Trev and Ben Show. Oh uh, very good morning to you. Welcome to Quoing Radio. Welcome to the Trev and Ben Show. Ahoy. Ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. You've gone all nautical on us again. I have indeed. Why do you keep getting nautical? Uh, do you think you're from a nautical family? Have you ever looked into your family history? Is there any nautical heritage there? I've not checked. I, I could see you as a sailor. Oh, yeah? I could, I could see you on, on top of a deck... With a, a, a cutlass in your hand, fighting the evil pirates. You're like the good pirate. Oh, okay. Yeah. You've, you've still only got one eye, which means I'm probably going to have to poke one out. Are you lumping to... in with um, sailors and pirates? Are you? Well, they're all the same. Like, anyone, anyone that goes to sea is a little bit weird, aren't they? And the, the, the chances of them becoming a pirate are pretty strong, I reckon. Did you say I've still got one eye, so you're going to have to poke one out? No, no I have two eyes You have two eyes at the moment But even though you're a good pirate You will still only have one eye So I might have to poke One of your good ones out So you have Before you officially become a pirate This is gibberish I, <laughs> Even for us this uh, is gibberish I would have to maim you Visually Okay um, just You can't be a pirate And be fully able Bodied No Can you You've got to have a leg missing An eye missing An arm missing What's the um, least amount of You know Decapitation or limb loss I'd have to suffer to be a pirate Can I lose a pinky finger Not enough No? Not enough. Um, How's that going to impede any kind of piracy? What if I had a dead leg? (laughs) Let's not 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 lose the leg, let's just deaden the leg. Alright, but on a permanent basis. We'll just remove... We'll remove the there nerve... The rem- the n- remove the nerve endings. <laughs> you remove the nerve endings <laughs> from your leg. Anyway, all usual stuff to come in the next two hours. I think the link in about 25 minutes. Oh, a lovely one today. Oh, yeah. I'm very happy about today's, I have to say. Uh, anything goes, your turn to choose a song today. Have you got something good for us? I've got an absolute belter. Excellent. We do that at about uh, 9.45. New music at 10. Today's Freya and her brilliant song Porcelain Doll. Are we going to do the compendium? I, I think we will. I know, you're very proud of the new drum of destiny, of course, it's yeah. here. Uh, today's pub quiz is Potluck. Uh, Donald Trump's been, well, where do we start? Uh, and all hail to the Trump beyond compare <laughs> today. Uh, also, we were briefly prisoners of war yesterday, weren't we? We were. Uh, oh, and I've got an update on a little family mystery that I've mentioned on the show over the months. Oh, good. Sort of come in the next two hours, right here on the Trevor and Ben show. <laughs> Brian Ferry. And yeah. let's stick together. Do you know? I still have, he's in the room. I don't really know what he's saying. I think at let's the end this. Let's stick it's, together, isn't it? Yeah. we make a vow not to give one another hope? he <laughs> really is quite good. Isn't that what he sings at the end? I have no idea. Anyway, it's a good song, isn't it? Uh, it's Trevor Ben, Sean Croydon Radio. Now, yesterday we were prisoners of war. We were. For a brief period of time. Mm. Um, what, were we, what were we doing yesterday? It was it was immense fun. Yesterday um, was my dad's birthday treat. Excellent. And uh, I somehow gatecrashed <laughs> your yeah. dad's birthday treat. It was his 65th birthday on the 1st of October. Yeah. So happy birthday, dad. Yeah, happy birthday. I almost called him dad then. Oh, that's all right. I think, well, I'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, so I almost... Called him dad, then. <laughs> um, but we took him for a surprise, uh, in London, mm-hmm. a thing called Escape Game, yeah. No, which, Escape <laughs> Plan, Escape Plan, yeah. It was, escape, it was an escape game called Escape Plan, which we, we did one last year, didn't we? And we they did. are amazing. And yesterday, we took your dad to one a World War II themed Prisoners of War, that's right. One and um, we didn't do very well, no. Um, we failed to escape in time, mm. he, well, but we did escape. Well, we were given an extra 15 minutes yeah. because we were advised we were nearly there. We still failed to escape, but about uh, shortly after that, we managed to get out. Yeah, we I mean, basically, the game finished, even the extra 15 minutes finished, and they just decided to leave us because they thought they'll, they'll get out in a minute. They're yeah. so close. For but anyone that doesn't know what an escape game is, um, essentially, you're locked in a room for 60 minutes, and you have to solve various clues and puzzles to find your way out of the room.
2: It was hard though, wasn't it?
0: It was. I mean, we did one, as you say, last year for your birthday. Yeah. And that was looking back a doddle compared to this one (laughs) i mean we were pretty useless the the woman beforehand gives you a a bit of a briefing doesn't she yeah and she says um uh, you're allowed three hints from me along the way so if you get stuck just uh, use the walkie-talkie or if i see you're struggling i'll ask if you want a hint in the end she was just basically giving us the answers yeah (laughs) i mean there's one bit where i had to find a file in a in a sort of contraption and it took me about half an hour to work out the puzzle to how I'm supposed to find this file. Yep. Uh, you eventually arrived to help me out. Yeah. And I, we thought we solved it. Yeah. Didn't we? We, oh, we were so... Pleased with us. Pleased his punch. We thought, ha! Picked up the file, which happened to be the very first one in the filing system. Yeah, that was a red flag. to me. Yeah, we, that's, that's unlikely. <laughs> we isn't picked it? that up, and the walkie-talkie just went wrong. File. Yeah. I'm going to put it under the doorway for you. That was humiliating. Wasn't she's it? obviously got a spare one for thick people, <laughs> and she's like, they can't spend any more time on that bit. Uh, I um, I must say, you you surprised me very early on. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I, I don't know whether it was nervousness or excitement. Ah. But we just got in. I mean, bear in mind we'd we'd had a strategic visit to the gents. We had before go being locked in a room for an hour and a half. About two minutes in, you, like, oh, I've got to go. It was about fifteen minutes in. <laughs> fifteen minutes, and I don't know whether it was like a, a little puppy who was just so excited, <laughs> or whether it was just pure. Because it was quite authentic, wasn't it, with all the sound effects and the gun firing? Yeah, it was great. Whether it was just nerves, like, I couldn't work it out. Well, secretly, I thought I, I actually want to get out of this room. I, I want to escape. So I thought I'll bypass the rules and I'll, I'll get out. All right, why, why did you? Come back in that case. <laughs> because i'm lying that's why <laughs> but um i tell you what the the, the best bit of the uh, the whole experience for me was was there was one bit of the 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 quiz 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 escape game escape game experience <laughs> yes <laughs> i won't give it its full title i haven't no. got time for that uh, uh there was one bit where i was having to try to work out a chess thing yeah. Now, I don't really understand chess anyway. And we're going to have to be careful not to give any of the clues away. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not going to give any answers away. But, again, I'd been staring at this thing for a long time. And yeah, if, if you worked out the, the clue, it then gives you access to the next bit of the game. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I was trying all sorts. And eventually, your dad just sort of came over and just said, uh, no, I think we've got to take those off the board. <laughs> <laughs> again, I don't really think these sort of things are my strong point. No. Um, we, I mean, we, we're going to do, do more of them, aren't we? Uh, definitely. Because yeah. we were escape. She said to us, didn't she, the woman, she said, I mean, the more, have, more of these you do, the better you get. Mm. I mean, it was over a year since we did the first one, so we were a little rusty. <laughs> I don't really think that's an excuse. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think we were a bit thick. Yeah, maybe. So how long did it take us in the end? Uh, I think it was 76 minutes. And you're only supposed to be in there for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how bad we were. When we came out, they got a leaderboard. Yeah. And the leaderboard the person right at the top was forty two minutes. And to get on the leaderboard you weren't allowed to use any hints. I mean, she said at the beginning you're allowed three hints yeah. and then then I'll say no more. If you yeah. ask me for a hint, I'll say no. I mean the poor girl, she was she was basically walking us through it by the end of it. I, I think she was hoarse by the end of it. <laughs> she had to talk to us so much. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing and then at the end uh she comes in and she says right you know we're, we're going to take a photo of you all mm-hmm. and um there was some bits of costume about wasn't there yeah and uh you and i went for the the trilby's can i just say that i think you and i carry off a trilby oh i tell you what i mean it's i mean i'm gonna buy one i've never worn a trilby f- before i looked at the photo i thought do you know what i, I carried off well i look like james bay's good-looking younger brother <laughs> okay i don't know what james bay looks like but fair he enough. wears a hat does he yeah, yeah. whereas I, I looked a little bit like uh, pharrell williams <laughs> so that's, that's what i look like that, that sort of cool calm collected break. yeah yeah uh your dad went for a different style of costume mm. can i just say though your father pulls off a german camp commandant <laughs> very very well indeed <laughs> Jimmy Cliff, Wonderful World, Beautiful People, Croydon Radio. It's all about us. Is it? I think so. Oh, that's nice. It's nice that Jimmy Cliff took the time out to write a song, probably from way before we were born. I don't even know if he wrote it, to be honest, but I I have no idea. I don't know what I'm talking about now. No. What you've done is expose my lack of musical knowledge I'm sorry. And I've probably humiliated myself in front of people who know their stuff. Shall we move on? Yeah, please. I want to talk about Jamie Oliver. Oh, God. (laughs) Jamie Oliver. I will not have... Jamie Oliver bashing. I think I think I've had to shout at you before about this. I will well, not tolerate this. He's annoying, though, isn't he? No, he's not annoying. He is. He's poking his nose in left, right, and centre, and everything. Thinking he's so important. He's a great, great man. Well, he's up there with Gandhi. To is me. he? Yeah, he's up there with Gandhi. To me, he is. Right. You you have a very odd comparison <laughs> sort of database. Don't oh, you? I just don't think much of Gandhi. That's all. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, how dare a man bring peace to a nation? <laughs> and Jamie Oliver is such. A hard time and all he tries to do is sort of advise people to have a slightly healthier lifestyle and you know eat right and not feed your kid old I almost swore then old. I was that close <laughs> were you <Yeah. laughs> old what um ru- rubbish i'll say o- old tut old tut yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he, oh i don't know anyway he, he annoys me but he's your hero and that's fine he's great if, if you want to have a hero of that lower level, then that's fine. He's had a hard time this week. You know, I mean, some of us have heroes who, who matter. Oh, who's your hero then? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, someone like Bruce Forsyth, you know, who's really oh, oh, right. he's really changed okay. the world, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's, he, what's, what's Jamie been up to this week? What's he been poking his nose into? Paella. <laughs> poking his nose in paella. Yeah. Do you, do you notice I dropped the L's there just to make it very Spanish? Thank you. You enjoyed that. Shall, shall we say paella or shall we say paella? Let's do paella. I don't, paella? I, yeah, I get really annoyed when people try and do the whole proper thing. I mean, would you also get annoyed with Jamie Oliver for saying chorizo? Yeah, I would. (laughs) I mean, paella and chorizo are the correct... Um, yeah, yeah. Way of saying it. If, if you're in Spain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did, I did, we talked about this on the show a few weeks back. I did um, tell my mum off for calling it Chorizo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, we have limits. <laughs> but, you know, I think I'm, I'm very happy with the hard Z. Okay. Rather than that, rather well, than the lift, which we all know he, he has anyway. Well, funny enough, it's his paella and it's his chorizo that has got him into trouble <laughs> because uh, he put his own spin on the paella. You see, this is what I don't like about people like him as well. Putting his own, there's no need to put your own spin on a paella. It's perfect. You know, even I can't continue saying paella. So I'm <laughs> going to say paella from now on. Uh, yeah, he got in a lot of trouble um, and he got a lot of hate online because he he made his own spin on the uh, paella and he he put chorizo in it or chorizo as as he would say. But uh, to be honest, I will defend him a little bit here. Would you? Yeah, because I, I love I love chorizo. <laughs> and, and I would stick it in anything. Well, <laughs> Sainsbury's uh, Bistro paler has chorizo in it. <laughs> and I enjoy it. Well, well done. Thank you. <laughs> what do what you want me to do with that bit of information. But he, he's been getting a lot of backlash Has he online. Been, how, how furious and how much time people got in their hands? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, I'll read you just a handful of the tweets aimed at Jamie Oliver for his, uh, what some people called an abomination. An abomination. <laughs> um, here's one tweet for him. Uh, at Jamie Oliver, remove the chorizo. We don't negotiate with terrorists. First warning. Wow. Which I liked. Someone has uh, tweeted at him a picture of two poached eggs, two frankfurters, and some rice with some ketchup on it. (laughs) (laughs) He said, great work, at Jamie Oliver. I also cook paella. Hope you like my version. Excellent. (laughs) Uh, Someone tweets, my version of fish and chips combines aubergines with duck. Do you know, that would be nice. It would be nice, wouldn't it? Well, actually, I don't like duck. Then then things get a little bit more extreme. In all capitals, someone tweets, uh, at Jamie Oliver, please delete this and ask for forgiveness on your knee while kissing my feet so no, one, no one's overreacting too much just yet <laughs> I'd quite like to see him actually do that and uh, the final one I've got here is uh, hello at Jamie Oliver come to Valencia to try the real paella and stop making rice with whatever your dish is everything but paella excellent poor man what do you mean poor man he's just trying to make nice food for people well don't call it a piler if it's not a piler call it I don't know my chorizo (laughs) thing chorizo rice mess this is my yes my chorizo rice mess and you'll (laughs) ruddy well enjoy it Pistol Kings, Dictator on Croydon Radio. We featured them on We Love New Music a few weeks back. Coming up at 10 today, uh, new music from Freya and a brilliant song, Porcelain Doll. Uh, all right, so you've had a go at me because I don't like Jamie Oliver. Mm. Um, I've been having a right moan at people this week, and I'm the one looking grumpy. Oh, yeah. And it's getting on my nerves. What are you doing? Well, I'm trying to defend the new £5 note. It's horrible. Oh, don't you start on it's horrible. It is horrible. What do you mean it's horrible? I mean, have you have you have you owned one yet? Have you possessed one? I haven't. No, no I haven't. I I was first shown one by a mate. Right? He said, oh, "Have you seen one?" I said, "No, no." no. And uh, I was quite excited. You know, because my life's very limited now. So <laughs> little things incite me, and uh, I, I love it. I, I was, oh, I couldn't wait to hold it, feel it, right. And then uh, he said, oh, "I don't, I don't like it. Doesn't feel like money to me. No, it's don't, like don't monopoly like... money. Well, th- you've got to get used to it. No, it's horrible. You know. Th- and then, then I saw, uh, I saw my dad, and and he'd got one. Oh, he hates it. Good. He absolutely hates it. I thought there's nothing to hate about it. It's nice. You've just got to get used to it, and it's better than all that paper in your pocket and folded, ripped. This won't do that. It's better. It's not better. When was the last time you ever had a normal fiver rip in your pocket? Ever? I've had, I've had them rip. Oh, shut up. I've been giving them You're rip. George just lying now. I, I've been giving them rip. I've had to repair them. <laughs> I've had to sit there and sew them back together with a candle going like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just stuck them together with a tape. But <laughs> they rip. And I'm very happy about the new money. And I can't understand why people don't like... And it's, it's, it's that generation that don't like change, isn't it? Hmm. And you—you've surprised me, a young chap. Right, you should be embracing change. It's horrible. What do you mean? What's horrible about it? What do you—what do you actually? Physic? Have you touched one? Uh, Yeah, it feels funny. It looks. Small and shiny and oh, by the way, I should just interrupt myself. Yeah. If you do have a new fiver and it's got like the serial number starting AA, I think it's worth like three hundred quid. Cause is it's it? like Yeah, because it's like one of the first ones in production. So if you do have one of those, check that it's not you know before you throw it in the bin. Obviously, because it's not real money. <laughs> it is real money. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> what do you mean it's not real money? It's a fiver. It's horrible. I'd I, rather not spend it. Oh, this is this is ludicrous because all notes will become like this. So you're going to have to deal with it, no. and I'm sick of people just moaning about it all the time, and and. Because just change is necessary sometimes. Will it will it even burn. I was going to say I'll burn it, but will it even burn? I don't know if it burns, but people have been trying to destroy them, trying that's to find good. a way. Because you know, they say it can survive, uh, you know, spinning the washing machine. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it doesn't survive a tumble dryer that well. <laughs> uh, that's one thing someone tried with it. Ironing it doesn't work. Really? Yeah. It melts a bit and shrinks. Uh, he, there was so, I think it was the tumble dryer, actually. He showed the, the, the fiber post tumble Mm. (laughs) next to uh, the original it shrinks quite a lot having been in the tumble but surely that's still legal tender well it it must be must still be legal tender just because it's small doesn't mean it's worthless Mm. well yes (laughs) i I live by that code (laughs) (laughs) so i've i've not got a problem with the new fiver i'm happy to embrace the new fiver and my message to people is you should embrace it and stop moaning about it. It's not important in the big scheme of yeah, things, but is this is paella. But look at their backlash for that. I know, I know. But then, you know, that's Jamie Oliver, and he deserves a bit of backlash, doesn't he? <laughs> right, we've got to go back to this. Why, why do you hate Jamie Oliver? <laughs> Explain <laughs> yourself. I've seen... A, he does nothing but good work. He's a nose poker, poking his nose in everywhere, and to, frankly, I have very little time for people who can cook on television. Well done, you can cook. <laughs> What do you want me to do? I mean, what do you want from me? You can stick something in the oven. Well done oh come on you know, I mean that's why I can't understand kind of Gordon rounds when really he gets so upset oh no oh god uh, how how dare a bit of bacon be overcooked that doesn't deserve the mental breakdown that is happening in the kitchen right now <laughs> well, that's it's, fair it's a bit of cooking get a bit of perspective mate <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean it drives me insane hmm. and I don't understand why just because someone can shove something in the oven and cook it deserves a television programme and that's what annoys me about Jamie Oliver and also I remember, I remember there being a whole thing about didn't he have a thing like 30 minute or 15 minute meals or fifteen-minute meals. He's done thirty-minute meals and he's done fifteen minutes, and they meals. take about four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there was a whole watchdog segment on it once. He was in. This is ridiculous. He's on telly saying we could do. It. It took me four hours. Well, no, that's ridiculous. If you're if you're it's taking, taking f- four hours. <laughs> if you're taking four hours to cook a 15 minute meal you're a moron two <laughs> if they're pointing out that it took him longer than 15 minutes of course it did he's filming a tv program he's not actually well doing d- it- d- no no if, if you if you're making it a meal in 30 minutes you have 30 minutes to make it's it not called and 15 minute it. tv program well it? it should be a 15 minute we don't need him on television for more than the 15 minutes <laughs> that's more than enough of jamie Oliver on oh, the television poor jamie <laughs> I mean, the only thing I would say is I'd rather have him on the television than Strictly Come Dancing. Yes. You know, stick him on for an hour on a Saturday night. Oh, hang on a minute. bag of contradictions you are today. You'd <laughs> rather have Jamie Oliver on the telly than Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah. And who famously hosted Strictly Come Dancing? Brucey. Yeah. your hero. Yeah, but well, he's not on it anymore. Ugh. And to be honest, I didn't like it when he was on it anyway. I don't want to see, I don't want to see people dancing. Why does everyone have to be singing and dancing and cooking all the time now? That is basically what happens in life. People sing, dance and cook. Nobody does anything else. What would you prefer to watch on the telly? What, singing, dancing, or cooking? Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, if if we're removing singing and dancing and cooking, what have we got left? What would you want instead? I'd just like to have a a scene of the sea lapping at the shoreline for an hour on a Saturday night. That would be way more relaxing and entertaining to me. Hang on a minute. Or maybe just a a meadow with birds chirping and the odd owl as dusk appears. What you want is a trip to the countryside. Don't start interfering with my telly. (laughs) Listen, if, if we get rid of cooking, then we've just lost possibly the best show on telly, Come Dine With Me. And I can't live in a world where that is not on telly anymore uh now that but you see that's not someone pretending to be a chef that's just people in the making a hash of it that's something i that's something i can relate to you know <laughs> okay. i'm a man who burns a beef burger Do right. you know what i mean that's something i can relate to that's why i don't have dinner parties so cooking's out but come dine with me's in yeah and it humiliates people yes it does i mean what i'd like is dave lamb the guy who does the voiceover on Come dine with me to do that over a Jamie Oliver thing, and just just be going as Jamie Oliver's going. This will take you fifteen minutes. Go lie, <laughs> like this man's lying again. Don't listen to this man. He's new- that's not Paella. Think
1: the link.
0: Uh, so I think the link Ben Three songs to identify Somewhere there's a link between them You know the deal by now It's either a um, artist Title Lyric I love this one I'm very excited about today Because I I suddenly had a brainwave in the week I thought Ooh That's a good one Okay um, You might struggle though You might need a bit of help Alright All right? I normally so do here, here they are There <laughs> <laughs> they are Okay I need help Excellent uh, I have a theory But it's a very weak theory But I, I need some help So um, as always As I say uh, Even if you don't know the link itself If you just know maybe the artist to the middle one Or the end one Or or maybe the song track to the first one If you all pile in And tell me what bits you do know Pile pi- in but, Sorry? Pile in <laughs> Pile in P- Pile in That was appalling <laughs> I enjoyed it Pile in and uh, let, let, just give me the information together. Thanks for interrupting. You really <laughs> ruined my flow. Yeah. Together we can work it's called it called out. professionalism, mate. Thank it's you. Professionalism. I love me. I just I just want so if you think you know, you can help Ben out. It's at Trevor Ben on Twitter. i send us a private message via the uh, shoutbox, squirtingradio.com. That's the way to get in touch with us about absolutely anything, by the way. Right now, we're looking for the link between these three songs. Good luck. Bastille and good grief on that Croydon Radio. Ended before I was ready? Yeah. yeah no, I covered it. You I did. covered it by talking before my headphones were on. You didn't need to point out that it caught us by surprise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Trevor Benjamin on Croydon Radio. Um, by the way, uh, I think maybe I overreacted about Jamie Oliver. Good, you know, maybe I've I've got to give him a bit of the benefit of the doubt. Let him go on with it. He's life; he can do what he likes. Hmm. You know, I, I would just avoid him. Oh, so mean. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon the uh, the Europeans think of, uh, of Jamie Oliver? Do you reckon they, they like him? Do you well, reckon they can understand him? I, uh, they're probably not fond of his paella, but uh, oh, no, that's clear. I think. Um, th- th- I mean, what's not to like? Yeah, a lot. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're not very popular in Europe at the moment. Yeah. You know, with the whole Brexit thing, which, uh, by the way, I still can't believe we're still hearing about it. You know, after I just thought, that's it now. I can't be bothered anymore. Even yesterday, your your dad got cl- collared by some people. Mm. I don't know what that was about. Uh, oh, someone, we were trying to get out of Ballam <laughs> train station and someone was trying to, uh, sticking with uh, something about sticking in the a- single market about the EU. he ended up wearing a big badge for the rest of the day about the free market <laughs> Oh, does this mean there's something else i've got to think about now i thought i didn't have to think about that anymore but i've now got to think about more european stuff have i can I ask, are you willing to say how you voted? I I, I was a Remainer. So was I. Did yeah. you know there's a name for us now? Is there what? what? Can you say it? <laughs> I can, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a few names for us, but... Uh, no, I was listening to um, another radio station during the week. How apparently... dare you be listening to another radio station? Okay. What was what was happening on Croydon Radio that made you switch off? Uh, I don't know. Was it a repeat of our show? <laughs> I th- no, in my defence, I think I was driving, and you can't <laughs> get internet radio in my van. Nice recovery. Whew. <laughs> Um, now that's recouping people that voted remain yes. and are now unhappy that we've been dragged out of europe uh we're called ramonas ramonas yeah i quite like that i'm very happy to be a ramona are you yeah that's yeah. fine by me i don't like it only because it sounds a bit similar to when people say tony blyer <laughs> and that that's a really tortured pun as it well. is i don't like yeah, that yeah but ramona that's like uh that's like a fan of the ramones or Joe ramone you know yeah so that's all right. I'm very happy to be a Ramona. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when you when you go abroad, do you look up stuff about the people, or the place? No, I'm English. Of course, of course I don't. <laughs> you just go and go, well, I will rule. Yeah. Whatever happens, I will rule. They will listen to me in English. Yeah, I, I go walking with my full Union Jack suit, yes. <laughs> singing Royal Britannia. And shouting and at them slowly. Kicking foreigners out of the way. I would like a cream cake do you not understand that's how it works well we've got something with the custard i don't want custard i want cream that's what you want pretty much uh, well they, they the europeans have been searching stuff about us and uh, google have put together a, a sort of thing about what other countries what their top search about the brits or england have been okay uh, and i love these right so uh, austria their first question is is england a country or a city well, well, Austrians are a bit dumb. <laughs> well, well, I mean, let's not let's not judge a whole nation on Fine. that. Some Austrians are a bit dumb because I bet if you look at the top searches of stuff from the UK, there'll be some stupid questions. Yeah, like you know, is Jamie Oliver a good cook? Stuff like that. Just I can maybe like answer that. some of these questions as we go if you want. All right. Um, yes, we are a country. <laughs> okay. I think the next one next one's not a question; it's just a statement from the Czech Republic, and I think this will suit you, Ben, uh, from something we talked about earlier. Englishmen are sailors. <laughs> ahoy there you go you know uh the danes they say i love this why do english judges wear wigs now there's that a question a good question i don't know why they wear wigs. and to be honest i get rid of them yeah get rid the days have gone where you need to be wearing that thing on your head <laughs> there's no need for it isn't it there? is ludicrous isn't it, it is ludicrous i don't know i'd like to though why do judges wear those wigs yeah okay i wonder if it's got anything to do with the. Uh, uh, you know sort of just in the back in the day you know they wore wigs anyway and you know what that sort of establishment are like you know mm. just, uh, change. actually you'd like you'd probably be a member of the judiciary system one day you are in your attitude to the new five but i don't like change <laughs> i will wear a 16th century wig and like it well done denmark that is the first sensible <laughs> question uh the finns why are they call britain in the olympics well, a good question. Well, it's not because it's we're a British team, isn't it? It's Britain. It's Team GB. It's not. It's a silly question to be asking. But no, we we are independent in the football. We're not. We're not Team Britain in the World Cup, are we? We're England, Scotland, Wales. And Ireland. yes, yes. I suppose. Yes. So yeah, you can take your... <laughs> and shove it. Yeah. All right. Uh, the French. Now I don't. I didn't know this, but apparently the French call us roast beef. Why do we call the English roast beef? Well, I'm imagining roast beef. Yes, but I don't know why they're calling us that. No. Uh, the Germans just, why are the British so stupid? That's charming, as usual. <laughs> uh, uh, the Greeks search, English is a Greek dialect. What? No mm, wonder that country's falling apart. <laughs> uh, Hungarians, why do the English put milk in their tea? Because it's nice. Because it's the way to do it. <laughs> it is the way to do it. If you ever a black tea, it's disgusting. <laughs> what is the point of that? Next uh, question, please, next, Europe. Uh, this is from the Irish. Ah, finally some sense now to be honest i mean in terms of, of european uh, ge- uh geography there's not a huge distance between ireland and scotland is it is the republic of ireland or the northern of ireland uh, the, the northern of ireland. <laughs> the northern, of ireland. <laughs> the northern of, i think it's <laughs> where i'm from yeah, i think it's the the republic i think okay. uh, they asked the question what do scottish people look like uh frankie boyle <laughs> <laughs> they, they, i think i think scottish people look very much like irish people yes yeah all very celtic Mm. And, and a lot of ginger going on. Uh, the Italians, I don't like this, from the Italians, why are the British dirty? Mm. Now, I don't know what they mean by dirty. Do they mean, like, carry on dirty? I'm going to take that in the, in the positive sense. I think. Yeah. yeah? They basically mean we stink. You think? We're, we, Yeah, we're covered in grime and grease. Not, not, you know, mischievous. I don't think so. No, no I don't think so. I mean, if, they, if, if they're accusing us of being dirty, if the Italians are accusing us of being dirty, look at Berlusconi! <laughs> He ran your country for how long? I mean, bunker bunker parties? Unnecessary to be asking that question. Um, just a couple more. The Polish. Why is British flour so strange? What? Why is British flour oh, so flour strange? Flour is in the cooking stuff. Yeah, flour's flour, isn't it? I don't know. I can't answer that. Yeah, I don't. When, when I was on holiday, right, my brother made this big deal of going to this uh, water mill to get some Isle of Wight flour. And I said to him, "Why do you want to go and get Isle of White flour? when it to be different, won't it?" I said, "No, it, it's flour. Just because no, no matter how it's been ground, it's still just flour." Well, obviously your, your brother was right. Well, apparently so. Uh, the Poles, Why? Uh, oh, sorry, we've just done the polls. Uh, the um, the Portuguese. Why are the English crybabies? Oh, that's rich. Yeah. That's yeah. not nice, is it? At least we can stay on our feet. <laughs> and finally, the Spanish, they don't, they don't ask a question. It's just a statement. The English are strange. Oh. <laughs> it's got that's, a point. That's just abuse. Why would you put that in? Why would you put statements into a search engine? Um, well, because you don't need questions anymore. I mean, you know, you just put it in, don't you? Because you just see what people have said. And I bet if you put in uh, the British are strange, there'll be so many uh, things that will come up out that. mm so yeah, the yeah the English are strange. Jamie Oliver's paella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen Jamie Oliver on the telly? That's the reason they are very, very strange. Anything goes, anything
2: goes.
0: So anything goes, Ben. This is the uh, part of the show where we take it in turns to uh, to pick a song that is out of our normal playlist genres. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have no ifs or buts about this I can't have a go at you about a song you pick You can't have a go at me about a song I pick It is your turn today And you have promised us an absolute stonker I have what is it? Um, well, I'll have to be honest again. Uh, whilst I was, uh, you know, working and out of the range of Croydon Radio, mm-hmm. I happened to be tuned to Absolute Radio, Okay. listening to the excellent Jeff Lloyd home time show. Do you know, you are plug in that more than you've plugged anything else on Croydon Radio. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's unfair. And uh, for a couple of weeks ago, he had this as his record of the week. I've been waiting for my chance to play it. Uh, it's called Big Top... No, sorry, that's a lie. It's by Big Top Heartbreak, and it's called My Breath Killed the Roses. Looking forward to this. It's awesome. Big Top Heartbreak, My Breath Killed the Roses. Well, I'll tell you what, Ben, you've done two of these now. I have. And you've hit the jackpot on both occasions. I haven't played any silly songs yet. I like it. I like it. The only thing that worried me slightly was when you told me what you were playing because uh, I had to take out a couple of uh, naughty words. Yes. And uh, you, you sent me the song and you said, is there any way you can take out the naughty words? And I said, well, I'll have a look. And I said, you know, is there an instrumental version I can get of it? And you said, well, I don't think so. So when you sent me the song, I thought, well, I'll, I'll just have a look and also I want to find out the lyrics, find out where the naughty words are. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't watch the uh, the YouTube video of it. I just saw a picture and I didn't know I don't know anything about the song, but my thought was this looks like just from the little picture I saw, it looks like it comes from a terrible sort of teen movie. <laughs> but I don't think it does now, does no. it? So I'm quite pleased about that. I thought you were gonna say, Yes, this was from the, the, the latest Glee film. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't know what what you were gonna tell me. Both of my choices so far in this new feature have been really good songs. They have been, I'll give you. So that. I think I'm due a stupid one, but it's not my turn for another week or two yet. So. Well I'm uh, I'm I'm working on what I'm going to do next. I've got a couple of options. Mm. Out there. I have not been able to get Bernie Cribbins out of my head since the first time you played it. Yeah, you know, it's a cracker, isn't it? It's a cracker. Uh, we'd like your thoughts for uh, what we can play. Anything goes, any style of music, anything. I mean, you know, we, we might have a, some sort of filter, but, <laughs> but the idea is anything goes. So if you've got any ideas, let us know. It's at Trevin Ben on Twitter or uh, send us a message via croydonradio.com. I uh, suppose the only rule would be don't send us something full of swear words. Yeah, because we can't do that. Uh, the management won't let us play it. Yeah, yeah and it's um, too much of a headache to edit. I mean, that only had two swear words in it and that was still yeah. much more welcoming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, frankly, I was doing that about 10 o'clock last night. <laughs> why, why, why is he picked one his swear words in it, for God's sake? Uh, anyway, good song, well done. Now, we were talking about uh, Britain and, and sort of, I don't know, the, maybe the negative things of Britain. And I've done a fair bit of travelling in my time, Ben. Okay. I've been to some, you know, a lot a lot of the big cities in, in and around uh, uh, the UK and, and the world. In fact, <laughs> well, I'm a seasoned traveller. And most cities I've been to, uh, when you're leaving the city, there'll be signposts telling you where the road you're joining is leading you. you right. Know, so, if you're... I mean, let's say you're leaving London. You know, then there'll be a sign that says uh, Cambridge or Oxford. Or, you know you know where you're heading. Yeah. Right. Well, last week when I was coming home from my holiday, we uh, had to get the ferry from the Isle of Wight back into Portsmouth. And when I was driving back out of Portsmouth, I noticed, because I was trying to work out which lane I needed to be in, so I'm looking at the signpost, and I noticed that the sign just says, out of the city. It's not even, oh, this road leads you to, towards Croydon or wherever you want to go. It's just out of the city. For God's sake, anywhere, just get me out. <laughs> How bad must the city be yeah. for that to be the signpost? It's out. Well, Portsmouth's right at the bottom, isn't it? What do you mean, right at the bottom of the map? <laughs> what, what, what I think, just right at the bottom. Yeah. Well, we, we, Southampton and Portsmouth, right at the bottom. When you say right at the bottom, I mean you've got the Southwest Cornwall, Land's End. That, I mean, that's right at the bottom, isn't well, it? My point was that this road, if Portsmouth's right at the bottom, yeah. and you're, you're going away from Portsmouth, yeah. then the sign would up, could only ever say everywhere else. Well, yeah. It sounds, but what I what, yes. now leaving Portsmouth, <laughs> heading to everywhere else. Yes, but again, even if that was the signpost, not helpful, <laughs> because there are lanes that you need to be in. Yeah. But just this one that just says, out of the city, and that is it. <laughs> I, quite, I, I just thought, well, that clearly, clearly... clearly, Yeah, why would you want to hang around here? Because I've heard very little good things about being in Portsmouth. Yeah. I mean, my God, we we hear a lot of bad about Croydon, but Portsmouth, I don't think you want to be anywhere near there. Uh, yeah, I've heard some bad things. A friend of mine lived in Portsmouth for a little while. He went out for a beer, and... Uh, Next thing he knew, he was in hospital with oh. uh, a, a really badly broken leg that took about two years to heal. And he can't remember anything. Oh, wow. But really? um, it would appear that he was in a, a bar in Portsmouth that was full of um, people from the military, Ben, who you would uh, have uh, sort of respect for. And um, they never really got to the bottom of it. But uh, from eyewitness reports, he was given a beating. Yeah. But we don't know why, and he doesn't think he did anything apart from go outside for a cigarette. Oh. So that, that's why I think, you know, out of the city! Just anywhere, but just get me out! I, I heard about um, a topless pub. In a topless pub? Portsmouth, where the barmaids are. Now you've made it a bit more interesting. Right, let me just write, where is it? <laughs> um, I think the programme I saw, it's not... They're not quite the um how do I put this politely? They're not quite the uh the staff that you'd see in an American Hooters, for example. Oh, oh. No, oh, no, no. Are these sort of you know? Oh, uh, yeah, we've got to be polite, yeah. haven't we? Yeah, yeah let's, let's nice, just leave it there. Yeah, okay, all right. I think I've got a got a picture in my mind. Mm. <laughs> talking, talking of that, just a, a little aside, just a little aside, Ben. Yeah. Um, have you noticed some of the activity on our Twitter account recently? I have. We've got some very interesting followers <laughs> some, recently. I mean, some of them. So it's. Wow! Mm. Um, follow us, yes, by all means. But. <laughs> But I don't quite know how they're finding us. Yeah, we, we, can't, we have to be careful, though. We can't follow them back. No, We don't want to be like David Cameron. <laughs> and there's, there's one whose name we can't even mention on the air, but it's, it's Teen something or the other. Yep. And, um, I mean, I, I, I'll call them Teen Bores. Yes. You know, but they're not as boring. <laughs> no. You know, there's, a, there's another element to their life. Why on uh, earth do they follow us? I don't know how they found us. I mean, I don't know what it says about us. Well... We don't tweet anything like that. We don't, we don't, we don't invite that. Maybe, maybe it's just just our natural charm, Ben. Yeah. Our natural charm. Anyway, I want to keep talking about uh, the UK. Have you heard the phrase, you know, from the mouths of babes? Yeah. You know, and I'm not talking the sort of babes that are... Walking in the Portsmouth bath, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> On Twitter. <laughs> what I'm talking about is when children say the most extraordinarily remarkable things yes and uh, i don't know how many people have heard this this week but if if you've not heard brooke the five-year-old girl speaking I or haven't. seen the video you need to hear this girl she is absolutely incredible she um she basically gave prime minister theresa may a little bit of a telling off this girl is incredible have a listen to this my name
1: is brooke blair and i'm five years old i've got something to ta- say to you theresa may yesterday night i was out on the streets and i saw hundred million of homeless people i saw one with floppy ears i saw loads you should be out there theresa may you should be biscuits hot chocolate sandwiches building houses look i'm only five years old there's nothing i can do about it i'm saving up money and there'll never be enough you've got the pot of money spend some and help people this, that's what you've got to do because we've had lots of wars in this
0: country and I do not like that Theresa May <laughs> I'm very angry she's brilliant Is she? go on Brooke you she, tell her <laughs> she's better and as much as I'm happy that she's having a go at a Tory Prime Minister she could be talking to any politician she could be talking to any of us in fact can we have her into the Corbyn I think we a, <laughs> a much yeah. better leader I love the fact she's seeing homeless people with floppy ears yeah I think they might be rabbits, Brooke. But you know, you're five years old. We're, we're, you know, they're, they're a, we can give you a pass on certain factual errors. I, like I mean, I don't wish, think you saw millions of them either. But yeah. I liked it when she got so passionate. She just went, "Theresa May, biscuits! Come on, <laughs> <laughs> brilliant!" Yeah, no, she is a future prime minister of this yeah, country. She's got that's my vote. We, yeah, that's what we need. Maybe we just need to turn the country over to the kids. Vote for Brooke. Let's uh, make make. I mean, let's let's be honest. They behave like children in the House of Commons. Yeah. If you put a bunch of five year olds in, it ain't going to be any less respectable than it is now <laughs> is it so Brooke is my she's my new hero hell yeah I think that is incredible that a five year old is just and she was interviewed on television afterwards and she's still got that passion it's obviously not come from a you know her mum hasn't told her to say that she's obviously maybe picked up stuff from her mum and dad mm. but I mean that's that's the genuine rage of a five-year-old. Oh, I wouldn't cross her. I wouldn't cross her, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you wouldn't want Brooke shouting at you, No. You? She's like a terrifying uh, five... I've never met or seen a five-year-old that... Ter- Most five-year-olds I know are running around, you know, showing me their backsides, to be honest, because my godson, that's all he does. He's <laughs> like, oh, we're, we're trying to teach him now that that's not, you know... The normal normal way of behaving. You know, you're you're six now. I think mooning is, (laughs) let's let's leave that now. So we're trying to teach him that that's not the best way. I think what we did, we made a mistake with him early on. Yeah. For the first time he mooned me, I laughed so much. (laughs) Though, <laughs> of course, he now thinks it's hilarious. Well, he's got a point. And the truth is, it makes me laugh every time he does it. <laughs> but I'm now having to get to that point where I go, uh, no, 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 put it, put it away. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fine. There's no way to behave. Whereas Brooke's not doing that, no, is she? Brooke's dealing with the homeless problem. She's taking on the social issues of the yeah. United Kingdom and she's dealing with them, or at least, you know, in her own little way. Trying. Trying to deal with it. Can, can we bring that into schools? Can we make kids more passionate about this sort of thing? You know, don't teach them maths. Who needs that? Teach them, <laughs> teach them about the social stuff. Get them out there. Get them active on the yeah. streets, doing the stuff that's important. I said, so, yeah, I could be education secretary in her new government. Yeah, I, I can change the whole world because of Brooke. Because she is the most incredible five-year-old in this country, and Absolutely. I'm, I'm proud that Brooke <laughs> is British, Ben, and uh, I, I, I salute her. Trev and Ben. Trev and ben.
1: We love
0: new music. And every week at 10 o'clock, we'd like to introduce you to a new band or artist. This week it's Freya Francis, she's a singer-songwriter from Bromley, who creates uh, delicately minimalist music with a beautiful story behind it. Her debut EP, Ghosts, was released last November to high acclaim, and she's releasing two new tracks as a double A single on the 4th of November this year. Uh, from it, here's Porcelain Doll, which is an amazing song on We Love New Music.
1: Hi, I'm Freya Francis, and this is my new single, Porcelain Doll. You're listening to We Love New Music on The Trev and Ben Show. We
0: love of New Music.
1: music never quite understood when I tried to explain, no matter what I said, every word was in vain, cause you haven't been where I've been.
0: Freya porcelain doll. How nice is that? I flipping love that. It's wonderful, isn't it? Uh, and I'm not allowed to use you know stronger language than no, that. No, so no. I flipping love that. Uh, look at you. Yeah. You're like a you're like a you're like a chef. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, you can find out more about Freya at um, at Freya Francis on Twitter, and that's Freya F R E J A. By the way, mm-hmm. just in case you don't know how to spell it. Mm-hmm. You're looking at me as if say everyone knows how to spell it. I'm just pointing it out in case. What you thought I'd call her Freja no i'll just say if i'm saying the name whether people would you know his nice name isn't it it's a lovely name isn't very it very nice freya it sounds like you're... i will make a note of that. sounds like you're sort of coming on to it a little bit, well, Ben. It's, it's a little bit obscene, what's yeah, going on here. This ring comes off. <laughs> uh, and you can find out more at, um, at bridgeoffriendship.com slash artist slash Freya. It's a very long uh, web address. We have tweeted about it, so uh, make sure you follow. We'll be playing more from Freya on the show, and don't forget her A single is out on the 4th of November. And if you want to get all your new music on the show, get in touch with us. It's at Trev and Ben on Twitter, or send us a message via croydonradio.com. Oh, and by the way, Ben, on croydonradio.com at the moment... There's a couple of what very new company ex- boy. Well, just as a ve- head to croydonradio com and leave cup- us a comment. There's a couple of very exciting things okay. going on, Sorry. right? So for a start, we are the official media partner of Box Park. Right, right. So that's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. and if you go to croydonradio.com slash boxpark we've got two tickets for the big opening festival on the 29th and 30th of October you know uh, this is a little bit behind the scenes no one, no one else will know this except you and me but when you open up this email to look yeah. at the stuff that Croydon Radio are doing yeah, yeah. Uh, there's an advert here on the side of the page yeah. for a new Mitsubishi or sorry a pre-owned Mitsubishi I thought for a moment Croydon Radio were giving away a car I was very excited I thought wow that is big news No, no, but they're not So it's it's even better even that. better than a new car T- tickets to Box Park Ben yeah. and the big opening in a couple of weeks time uh, so I'm on the, you've ruined that Ben what is Box Park? Ki- it's the thing near East Croydon to be honest I don't really know <laughs> <laughs> but it's the thing that's oh gonna, and I've ruined it it's, it's basically like a shopping centre made out of cargo crates or something isn't it isn't that basically what it is? come to Croydon <laughs> don't really know i should have done something you've exposed me again as the ignorant man that i am i'm doing the company thing i'm doing the corporate thing i'm doing my best by box park and coin rate the fact i don't really know what box park is is not my issue is so it? i can't have the pre-owned issue instead <laughs> no you can't no, it's got nothing to do with it i uh, still to come on the show ruined it still to come on the show we've got the compendium in about 10 minutes time uh, the pub quiz today It's potluck and we are of course doing think the link we are looking for the link between these three songs
1: Oh, you
0: love me. i how you me. I on with that uh i'm getting on brilliantly with that I? Yeah. yeah any, I've any had help some, uh, well i'm not gonna say if, if i've had some help from loyal listeners or not oh. I'll, I'll be palming their work off as my own very surely excellent oh, okay well this is uh, do you know what i don't like about this is the help you used to get was very obvious yeah I've not seen any help yet. No, are well. you getting help on the <laughs> choir? I don't know. What, I don't like this. I am just paying slightly closer attention to our Twitter feed than you are. Oh, okay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, you are in charge of social media, Ben. It's your <laughs> your generation's thing. Yes, I am the social media guru of the Trevor and Ben Show. Well, guru is not the word. I secretary. <laughs> is, is... I prefer guru or uh, or assistant. <gasps> oh, 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 what about social media czar? Czar. Can I be the Tsar, please? You can be the Tsar, if you, you like. Yeah, because most of the Tsars get assassinated in the end. <laughs> that's the way that goes. It's a bit harsh. <laughs> um, well, clearly Ben's had all the help he needs, but uh, you can still get in touch. Actually, i Ben on Twitter. I'll send us a message via CroydonRadio.com. Oh, and still to come, probably our greatest all-hail to the Trump. Oh, yes. I mean, what a week. Where do we start? But that's all coming up a little bit later on. Now, talking of Croydon, Ben, um, I think that we have a bit of a... We we can sometimes be a little bit negative about our hometown, Ben. Yeah. I think over the over the years we've been on Croydon Radio, the radio station that's here to champion I know, I mean, when all that's Croydon. When it's not on fire, it's a lovely place. <laughs> <laughs> well you know the um you know the big skyscraper in Croydon? Which is, is, oh the, don't get me started on that eyesore. I cannot stand that thing. Oh, sorry, you're going to be really positive about it now. No, no, well, I'm just going to tell you that I think you'll like this. It's been judged to be among the um, six ugliest design buildings in the UK. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Saffron Square. Mm. Right, it's, um, it's been judged negatively by uh, all kinds of people. And you can see it for miles. Yes, you can. Yeah, and I mean, it is everywhere, isn't it? Yeah. But now it is officially one of the ugliest buildings in the UK. No one else agrees with me on this. Every time I slag off Saffron Square, people always say, "Oh, it's lovely!" Isn't it? No, it's a monstrosity. I don't. I. That's weird because I've not met anyone who likes it. Oh, good. Uh, most of the people I've met. I mean, it's not that I talk to them about it. It's just it, it comes up in conversations. Have you seen that monstrosity? Mm. I go oh yeah yeah but i mean it, it doesn't bother me it is it doesn't bother me but i don't like it knock you know? it down <laughs> so I, I knew you'd like that but also right i just want to tell you that there was a we we rarely feature the positive stuff of croydon <laughs> no. that we it's show it's more fun to take the mic though, but isn't? this week i got to tell you there was an amazing story uh in croydon uh you know teenagers get a, a hard press as well don't they mm. croydon and teenagers <laughs> Not the best mix, is it? Let's be fair. But this week, some uh, teenagers came to the help of a man who was clearly having some sort of breakdown in Primark, and he was just standing there in uh, just his underpants and socks and a pair of slippers, oh dear. and he was in a bit of a state. And these three teenagers apparently just kind of got hold of him, calmed him down, bought him clothes well you're in Primark not going to cost you much <laughs> got an ambulance and got him sorted out and I said do you know what I've spent a lot of time stagging off Croydon and I, I'm entitled to slag off Croydon because I live here yeah uh, but there's a nice story I'm going to be nice about Croydon for once it's not very often it's the one and only time it's not happening again I've done it it's out there but remember we still have one of the ugliest buildings in the UK so <laughs> it sort of balances itself out in the end <laughs> sabbath and paranoid on croydon radio it's the Trevor and ben show and it's time for mr ben homer's corking games compendium the all new Indian. Ah <laughs> Every week there's, there's new excitement Because there's still games you haven't played yet I know So I never know what's coming And it's very exciting The Drum of Destiny is here The all new Drum of Destiny Which I have to say Ben This time round you are caring for a lot better Than you were the last time round I know it's my uh, sort of new show resolution if you will New drum resolution <laughs> New drum resolution Take care of the drum You should always look after a drum Oh yes I think if anyone gives you a drum look after it it's simple as that isn't it hmm. I don't understand why people wouldn't look after a drum you must look after a drum right I will spin the drum of destiny which is being so well cared for. And it will, at random, pick one of five games in your compendium, and those games, Ben, are... When on Earth, 3 in 5, Polyphonic Pop, Forehead Detective, and Get Yourself Connected. Uh, So far, I haven't done very well on the new compendium. In fact, I don't think I've won a game yet. You're adjusting. I am adjusting, and it takes me a long... I don't like change. No. (laughs) How dare you change this. I was on a roll before with things like the Great Britain Quit... No, I wasn't. That's a lie. Yeah, you were getting good at some of them, but... (laughs) Right, here we go, Let's spin it do you know it almost it almost gives out fairy dust as it spins it's so marvellous it's a thing of beauty oh oh now we haven't had this one before ah when on earth now this one's very simple I ask you ten questions the answer to all ten questions is a different year okay and the questions are built up of the things that happened in those years right okay yeah you'll know what I mean Mm. once we start doing it you've made it sound so simple it is and (laughs) there are ten questions you need to get 70% right so seven out of (laughs) ten year number one the Tory party conference was bombed Mrs. Gandhi was assassinated and the first Terminator film was shown oh uh, I'm going to say 1987 is incorrect <gasps> it was 1984. oh really yeah wow much earlier than I thought so that's how the game works for anyone who was still confused so uh, I, I basically that's wrong that's wrong okay question so number two. Norway rejected the EU membership inauguration of the Channel Tunnel Brian Lara broke four cricket records and first women's priest ordained by CE First of all, how dare a nation reject the EU (laughs) Unbelievable Um, Can you just very quickly run through them one more time? That was an exit (laughs) Norway rejected the EU membership inauguration of the Channel Tunnel Brian Lara broke four cricket records and first women priests ordained by the Church of England 1990? It was 1994. Oh, wrong again! Damn it! This isn't going well. Year number three: decimal currency introduced. Idi Amin sees power in Uganda, and Britain agrees to join the EEC. What was the first one? Decimal currency introduced. Oh, decimal currency was at 72. It was 71. Oh! So you've you've got the first three wrong. I'm so, gonna get them all right now. That's correct. It's not happening, is it? Year number four. <laughs> Trial of the Moors Murders These are a little bit um, sinister A bit dark aren't they Arkell won the Cheltenham Gold Cup for the third year running Aberfan Disaster And Rhodesia declared a republic Um 1967 Uh, That was 1966 Oh oh, You're quite good but not good enough I know I'm hitting the bar aren't I (laughs) Question number five Again, carrying on the cheery element of this game Uh, The Massacre of Tiananmen Square Oh, great The Berlin Wall knocked down Twin Peaks first shown And Nigel Lawson resigned as Chancellor Uh, 1989 Yes! Come on! A point on the board Get in there Year number six David Steele became Liberal leader Sue Barker won the French Open More people now had colour TV than Black and White And The Muppet Show first shown Ooh the Muppet Show first you We've show. found your level, I think. <laughs> I'm going to say... Oh, 1983. You're well off. It was 1976. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> question number seven. How many have I got right so far? Just the one? One out of... Uh, yeah. Uh, question number seven. Charles and Diana divorced. Publication of the Scott Report, brackets, Arms to Iraq... Massacres at Dunblane and Tasmania. (laughs) That's nothing to laugh about. (laughs) I'm just... It's annoying me how dreary this quiz is. Uh, New Seven Bridge opened. Oh, when did Diana and Charles divorce? That must have been... Something like... 1995? It was 1996. Oh, man. Year number eight. The Profumo Affair, The Great Train Robbery, Mass Civil Rights Demonstration in Washington, and The Great Escape First Shown. Um, right, well, the Great Train Robbery, we know we're talking 60s, so... 68. 1963. (laughs) Question number nine. You're doing awfully at this. I am, aren't I? John McCarthy taken hostage in Beirut. Another cheery little fact there. (laughs) Space shuttle exploded, killing crew of seven. Halley's Comet returned, and the Today newspaper was launched. Right, now... Oh, man, I've got two years. I'm going to say 86... Give yourself a point, sir. Come on! Two points. It was 1986. Excellent. And finally, year number 10. I'm almost winning this game. Jeremy Thorpe cleared of murder. <laughs> Go- <laughs> government lost a no-confidence vote. And first nudist beach in Britain. And Wales won the fourth triple crown in a row. <laughs> okay. Come on, Trev, The first nudist beach in Britain. Oh, that must, it's got to be in Brighton, hasn't it? It's got to be Brighton. And just remind me the first one. Jeremy Thorpe cleared of murder. Uh, 1974 1979 <laughs> 2 out of 10 ain't bad No, no, it is It is bad <laughs> R.E.M. The one I love on Coydon Radio It's the Trevor and Ben show Made a bit of a fool of myself last night What did you do? Why are you... Yeah, I mean, you make that sound like, oh, yeah, it's a bit of a rare occasion that you've made a fool of yourself. All too regular for my liking. <laughs> uh, what did you do? Well, I was sort of in the escapologist mood uh, okay. from our big day out uh, doing the escape plan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Can I t- sorry, just to interrupt. Go ahead. I was kind of, I got home in, in a World War II kind of mode, mm. and uh, I went home and ended up watching a documentary on Hiroshima. Oh, very nice. So uh it it affected us in different ways, didn't it? Let's be honest. But uh so I was feeling a bit like an escapologist now, just have a look at my wrists. It's just there, can you can you notice anything about my wrists? Oh, well, that one's got a sort of a, a slightly sore red tinge to it. Yeah, maybe a little bit on the other. Oh one well. yeah, yeah, slightly. Bit, um, yeah. Now, are you sure this wasn't some game it's that went nothing? Horribly? No, okay. nothing kinky. Don't All worry. I've right. uh, seen a video the week. Before. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube of a bloke giving you advice on how to to survive or escape if you were kidnapped. Oh. And uh, what he'd done was he got someone to wrap his wrists with duct tape. Okay. Quite a lot. All around and around and around and around. And basically he said that with a single sort of movement, if you sort of take your hands like you're praying, Mm -hmm. you know, flat up to your face. Yeah. And then, sorry, off the mic a bit. And then whoosh them down to your sides and pull apart. You can actually, no matter how much they wrap it around your wrists, you can rip free from duct tape now i've seen enough episodes of mythbusters where they Mm -hmm. do stuff with duct tape to know this is incredibly strong stuff well i mean he demonstrated in the video and it seemed to work okay now as i've said to you in the past few weeks i am in the process of moving house Mm. so we had uh, we didn't have duct tape we had packing tape very different stuff completely different (laughs) stuff as i learned to my cost (laughs) So you are such an idiot. So I I wrapped my wrists with well, the assistance of the missus, wrapped my wrists very tightly in this brown packing paper uh, uh, sorry brown packing tape. Yeah. And I attempted the uh the rescue the the escape from the Can I, can I ask how when your wife was um immobilizing you yes was she kind of do you think inwardly she knew that this wasn't going to work and that this might work to her advantage for the rest of the evening i probably thought she was thinking well let's just see what he's got to <laughs> <his> sleep now <laughs> okay so uh, i t- i attempted it and you know hands up to the face mm-hmm. washed down i had a few beers by this point I, you know, <laughs> obviously had a few beers bring out the packing tape <laughs> so <laughs> i, I washed the hands down of of course it didn't work. Of course it didn't. It didn't separate, and I ended up giving myself a double-fisted smash to the gonads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it I, worked our advantage in more ways than one, didn't it? Let's be honest. I, I was on the floor for about 25 minutes. see that home, where's your heart now? That's the wonderful Macaulay at home on Croydon Radio. And um, we're we we're very lucky on the show to have a number of people who um, support us. Yeah. We're very fortunate that we've got uh, some very loyal followers. And uh, McColey are... In that, uh, in that category, and we're supporting them. They are up for um, uh, sort of an award, really, aren't they? A prize. Mm. Do vote and, for them. Yeah, do vote for them. We've tweeted all the details, and uh, basically all you need to do is go to bestofbritishunsigned.com slash vote and, uh, and vote for Macaulay. They are absolutely incredible. We love them. Vote for anyone else, and you're a damn fool. Well... That's strong words. I mean it. Strong words from I mean a man it. who can't escape from <laughs> sellotape, essentially. From one downfall to another. <laughs> you don't vote for Macaulay. Well, the thing is, if you don't vote for McColey, we we're going to come round your house. Yeah, we know where you live. Um, it, um, can we say that? Can we make those sort of threats? I just did. I don't, I don't know whether Coin Radio would appreciate... Oh, this well. sort of rather aggressive tone. Yeah, they, you know, we could always say we were joking. But we're not joking. <laughs> we mean it. <laughs> well, you say, well, okay, all right. But uh, do go there. Best of British unsigned. <laughs> and uh, support them. Vote for them. Mm. We absolutely love them. Oh, hell to the Trump. Oh, it's a doozy. Now, this week, where, where do we start I this week? Uh, everywhere I've turned this week, Trump has been in my face. Is he, is it finally happening? Is he finally unravelling? Well, um, the week started with, obviously, there's this ongoing uh, controversy about him not issuing his tax returns. Mm-hmm. And um, it's very clear that over all the years he's been in business and made a lot of money, um, He's obviously, you know, worked the system. And uh, I'm not suggesting he's not paid his legal amount of tax. But he did talk about it this week.
2: As a businessman and real estate developer, I have legally used the tax laws to my benefit. And to the benefit of my company, my investors, and my employees. I mean, honestly, I have brilliantly... I have brilliantly used those laws I have <laughs> often said on the campaign trail that I have a fiduciary responsibility to pay no more tax than is legally required.
0: No more tax than is legally required. Uh-huh. Now I don't know the tax laws of the states, but I suspect they're quite similar to here. And we know that big businesses and very rich people can get away with paying very little tax. <laughs> now, a man who's going to be president of a world that's going to be at war forever—if yeah. if he wins—they're going to need a lot of money, and therefore people like him should be paying more tax. And I cannot understand—he thinks it's a good thing to say, "Yeah, I've worked the system. I've fiddled it a bit here and there. I've got a lot of money. I can pay some very clever accountants to find all the loopholes." Save me as much money as possible and make me even richer. Yeah, not a fan of that. No, not, not at all. happy. So uh, that was that was number one this week. So already I'm a bit wound up by him. <laughs> I don't know what day that was. That was Monday or Tuesday. Then I heard this on Wednesday. There's uh, obviously a campaign down the states as the election is looming uh, to make sure people get out and vote. So all the all the sides are really making that point. Make sure you take your, you know, you, you execute your democratic right to vote. Uh, Again, Trump has his own way of doing it. I don't care how sick you are.
2: (laughs) I don't care if you just came back from the doctor and he gave you the worst possible prognosis, meaning it's over. You won't be around in two weeks. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Hang out till November 8th. (laughs) Get out and vote. Vote. And then all we're going to say
0: is we love you and we will remember you always. Excellent. You'll be dead, but we'll remember you always. Thank you for, for living on in complete misery. If I was given two weeks to live, I would hang on just to make sure he didn't get in. I'd just like to say, uh, if you haven't, Voted for Macaulay yet? I don't care how ill you are. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what news the doctor's giving you. Do it now. I mean, he is a oh. Even if I you're on your deathbed that. right now and it's, your last breath is imminent, just get online before you go. That's I I what I'm really asking. haven't heard that. That's. Is- That's amazing, isn't it? That's astonishing. I mean, he could have said anything. He just said, look, you know, people died in the war to give you the right to vote. That's why you have to go out and vote. No, he decides to tell people who have just been given the worst possible news that, uh, you know, rather than thinking about themselves and their final few days and being with their loved loved (laughs) ones, you know, make sure you you live on for a bit longer in misery and pain to make sure you go out and vote. He just doesn't get it. Oh, man. And uh, also, he's been this thing's been unearthed about him from about 10 years ago, this clip. And also, yeah. he, he was saying something about how he has a go at married women and yeah. he, everyone's up for grab Well, literally up for grabs. I, I think mean. this trumps the two I've just done. We, we Well, we've had to bleep out one of the key words here, yeah. but you get the idea with this. You know, I'm automatically attracted
2: to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. You just kiss. I don't even know And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the...
0: I can do anything. Now, the the weird thing about that was, uh, and we're playing that, by the way, not to get any humour out of that. Nope. I I think it's everybody's duty to play that or hear it so that you really know what he's about. Yep. I think it's everyone's duty to get it out there so that everyone really knows what he's all about. First thing he said when that came out was, oh, it was like locker room banter. Yeah. That was all it was. But then uh, he had to address it properly. Uh, because even even he can't get away with that, so then he said the thing that shocked me the most.
2: I said it, I was wrong, and I apologize.
0: He apologized, <laughs> yeah, that's not happening very often. <laughs> is it? does he mean it? Of course not, of course he's still he angry doesn't. he was caught <laughs> oh he's such a horrible man I think I think i I, I could sit here all day and tell people. What a horrible, horrible man he is! But I think there's probably only one person that can really tell it as is. Robert De Niro. Oh. Uh, now the story goes, he was asked, as Donald Trump was earlier, to get people out to vote. Donald Trump obviously decided to go down the road. Yeah, he, he decided to go. He went out. his own very special way with that. They <laughs> uh, really put Robert De Niro in a studio, said to him, "Can you record just some generic stuff? We don't want any sort of partisan comments. Just tell us, get out and vote." He decided not to do that. He had his own thing to, to kind of get off his chest.
2: I mean, he's so blatantly stupid. He's a punk. He's a dog. He's a pig. He's a con, a bull artist a mutt who doesn't know what he's talking about doesn't do his homework doesn't care thinks he's gaming society doesn't pay his taxes he's an idiot he's a national disaster he's an embarrassment to this country it makes me so angry that this country has gotten to this point that this fool this bozo has wound up where he has he talks how he wants to punch people in the face
0: well i'd like to punch him in the face can't top that i love (laughs) Nero. Stroke Girl and Daydreaming on Croydon Radio, another one of uh, our friends of the show. Oh, yeah. A lot of mutual backpacking going on today, but I like that. <laughs> uh, it's Croydon Radio, it's the Trevor Ben Show. Now, something I've mentioned on the show a lot since we started. And um, do you remember my Uncle Harry? I've mentioned my Uncle Harry on I a fair so. few occasions. Okay. I don't know if you can remember the, the thing about my Uncle Harry that, uh, that made him stand out, but I never knew was true or not. Go on. That he had six toes ah yes i remember the legend of uncle harry now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and i never knew whether this was true and when, when he was alive i never had the guts to ask although no, I, ne- I did ask when i was very young but he never sort of um unsocked himself <laughs> so that i could see and um when i was away with the family uh, last week i uh, i asked a question did you i said i said look you know i kind of need to know is it true did uncle harry have six toes i got a definitive yes really yeah My mum had seen the toe. And was it a a functioning toe? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Wow. But it's opened up another family mystery (laughs) because uh, having discovered that, yes, my Uncle Harry did have six toes, there is now, on top of this, a story of another member of the family who only had four. (laughs) Wow, so, I don't know if there's toe theft that's happened or whether there's just something. It would it would explain my family's inability to balance properly. It would. You know, the, and the, the toe, fact there's... he never he never fell over, did he? <laughs> he never fell over. The four-toed woman always on the floor, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know who she was. But there's a new family mystery I've got to solve now. I've now got the definitive answer I've been looking for. Yes, my uncle Harry had six toes. But you see, it's like Pandora's box. You found out that he had six toes, but now there's a yeah. the mystery of the four-toed woman. I know. Uh, what you know? You've got to be careful. If you solve that mystery, God knows what you'll unveil. I know. Sometimes it's best not to know, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a good thing. But talking of Bigfoot, ah, yes. Um, uh, two things about Bigfoot this week, and I, I'm I'm really into this because I I think. I think there is some creature, but I don't really know what it is. I don't think it's like a, a weird, hairy, big man thing. You believe in Bigfoot? I think there's something. You know, we, we can't know every living creature on this planet. Right, There, there must be something there. And uh, this week there's been some footage released from a camera that's been uh, based looking at a an eagle's nest, yeah. and it has caught what they say could be Bigfoot walking underneath. Of course it has. I've seen the footage, not entirely convinced. <laughs> But but they're saying it could be. I mean, it does look like a man in a gorilla suit. They they always do. (laughs) But on top of that, they've now said that we might have the first sighting in the UK. The first UK Bigfoot. Apart from my Uncle Harry. (laughs) Um, And uh, spotted in the hills in Caffili in Wales. Okay. Possibly a British Bigfoot. Now, that excites me. Britfoot. Britfoot. The question is, do we want Britfoot? (laughs) I think we have to have a referendum. Do we call Britfoot? <laughs> I mean, we're getting rid of badgers. Do we really want Bigfoot? Yeah. Brian Major's got a new campaign. <laughs> ah! Toffees fall again on Croydon Radio. Uh, by the way, we've just found out we only we were talking about McCauley, yeah, and uh, getting you to vote for them. Uh, it's the last few kind of it's the last knockings of the voting opportunity. Mm. So you know we've, we've already told you what the consequences are yep. for not uh, taking your mouse in your hand and doing the deed. Mm-hmm. It's got to be done online right now. Right ladies and gentlemen, listen up Welcome to the Trev and Ben And
1: it's the Pop Quiz
0: Uh, So the Pop Quiz Ben, Uh, today's category is Potluck Uh, It's one of those categories... I don't know, I've got a love and hate relationship with it. Yep. Yeah, Because you never know what's coming. That's the whole point of it. It's part luck. Uh, There'll be three questions. There's an easy question for one point, a medium question for two points, a hard question for three points. You can take part by being on the shout box right now. Ben, you are, of course, the quiz master, which means you have to have a nickname. What's your nickname this week? Well, I was going to go with Benfoot, but... But... I thought I'll, I'll go, you know I'll push the boat out. Yeah, I'll go for one of his more complicated nom de plumes. <laughs> okay, yeah. I will be the abenable, oh, I Can't say it. The Snowman. Yeah, yeah. You, you ruined that, didn't you? Why not? The, the Benivable <laughs> Snow Ben. Why not make it you know 100 worse? Yeah. Or the uh, the Susqueh Ben. I mean, there's <laughs> tr- you tr- try and all. say a It's hard. <laughs> What, the abenable? No, abenable. Abenable. Snowman. Yeah, you can't say it. No. It's, it's a ridiculous word to try and say. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to attempt it again. It's fun, though. <laughs> it is fun, the <laughs> uh, So, question number one for one point. Oh, it's Latin. Excellent, why okay. did GCC Latin? This must be a point in the bag for me. Question number one for one point. The Latin phrase... Do you, want, do you want a Latin GCSE uh, I'm, graduate? I'm, I'm just going to go for it. I'll let you correct me in a minute. All right. The Latin phrase, Consectio Excelente, eh, appears on the crest of which English football club? Consectiact... Oh, forget it. You say it. I can't. Um, uh, Consectatio excellentia. Something like that. Um, okay, I don't know what that means. Uh, endless excellence, I suppose. The Latin like that. phrase, Consectatio excellenti" appears on, stop mocking me, on, on the crest of which English football club? My Latin teacher will be having a fit right now, but then he had the fit over the most simple things. He was a nutcase. But if he's listening, <laughs> Consectatio <laughs> excellenti. It sounds like a Harry Potter it does, spell, doesn't it? it? Yeah, Consectatio yeah. excellenti. And I don't know what's more nonsense, Latin or Harry Potter. That was four years of my life, I'm never getting back. Oh, it doesn't even say Premier League club this is english football yeah well, could I've be put, anyone i've put a club down i don't really know i've got a clue okay this is the easy question by the way question number two for two points european pop band the knife are from which country <laughs> well <What? laughs> they're what? in europe i know that much. european what are they called the Euro- knife european pop band the knife are from which country okay no idea yes uh, oh actually i might change my name there yeah i okay. change my mind yeah all right Okay, question number three for three points Which English monarch started the Hundred Years' War? <laughs> I've got a little fun fact for you about the Hundred Years' Have War you? How yeah. long did the, how long did the, this isn't for a bonus point But how long did the Hundred Years' War last? Oh, I think it was like, was it seven years or something? Ridiculous It was 116 years Was it? it was. Oh, I thought it was like really short Bonus point for Ben <laughs> No, well, the, the bonus point, that's ridiculous, not having that <laughs> Sorry, the abeddable snowman. I <laughs> oh, yeah. <would> say. Um, <laughs> oh, what was I don't even know what the question was now. Which that. English monarch oh, yeah. started the Hundred Years' War? Oh, I don't know. And I don't know either, so I'm going to have a guess at that bloke with okay. those numbers. Excellent. And the first question was. The Latin phrase Consectato excelente" Appears on the crest Of which English Football club I have said Derby uh, I've said Chelsea The answer is Sunderland Okay Question number two Let's move on swiftly yep. European pop band The Knife Are from which uh, No uh, European <laughs> pop band The Knife Are yes. from which country Up at Russia. i at put Russia I've said Norway Russia well, I thought knife, you know, the sickle on the flag. I thought there was some reference there. Russia is in Europe before you... Sweden? Okay. No, I, I was closer. Well, well, that doesn't make any odds, does it? Question. When you're geographically closer doesn't give you points, does it? Question number three for three points. Which English monarch started the Hundred Years' War? What have you said? Uh, I'll put George V. I'll put George II. <laughs> okay, you're probably much nearer. The answer is Edward I. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Tell Whistle for the Choir on Croydon Radio. Uh, by the way, before we finish today's show, I've got to apologise to the Kaiser Chiefs because I know they're big fans of the show. Oh, yeah. it's <laughs> listen all the time. The last two weeks I've promised to play the Kaiser Chiefs' new song and um, I haven't had time. And I've They'll run out of time again today. They will well. be devastated. They will be devastated. They'll be crying into their breakfast. I reckon the Kaiser Chiefs' cornflakes are very moist right now and they haven't even added the milk yet. Uh, this is Coyton Radio. is the Trevor and Ben show. <laughs>
1: Think
0: the Link. Uh, so Think the Link, Ben, you had three songs to identify and find In between them. Here they were. She's watching There they were, how are you getting on? Well, I thought that the first song mentioned wrestling, the second song mentioned a hold, and you have different holds in oh, wrestling, yeah. Uh, but Kabir put me right, it's nothing to do with wrestling. No, it's not. Uh, it's uh, Soup. It is Soup, uh, yeah. Apparently Bowling for Soup, um, Soup Dragons yeah. and Pumpkin Soup. Absolutely right, well done to you and Kabir, Bowling for Soup, the goals all the bad guys want, Soup Dragons I'm Free and Kate Nash, Pumpkin Soup were the songs and Soup was the link, well done. Yeah. Mm. I thought you were going to struggle with that. No fun, fun one, though, wasn't it? With, fun. With excellent listeners like Kabir, uh, how can I ever go wrong? Do you know, I've already got next week's in my. Next week's going to be hell on earth. Right, you're listening, Kabir. You ain't getting next week. I week's. need your help. You're not getting it. Simple as that. And that's about it from us. A standby Ice Station is on the way next. We're back with our midweek podcast around Thursday. And then we're back live uh, next week with, I suspect, more from Trump. Yep. Uh, I reckon next week could be even bigger than this week. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows where he might come out within the next seven days? The man in a nutcase. We've already established that. Uh, we will see you then. Until then, have a wonderful week. Take it easy. Tonight. Bye.
2: The Trev and Ben Show.